Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Good Risings. I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Grains. Welcome back. We're spending the month of October having a little bit of fun taking on some darker topics. This week, we're talking toxic. We got it started Monday with toxic positivity. Yesterday, it was happiness above all. Today, we're taking on self-love. Self-love has become a buzzy phrase, but it's really fallen apart in practice. When we think about properly loving children or friends or family members or long-term partners of every kind, generally people will refer to versions of nurturing, support, presence, and more than a general interest in their well-being. In these types of relationships, more often than not, we can easily identify how coddling, or allowing for overindulgences, or recklessness, or excuses, are unhealthy. We don't generally consider a parent a good parent if they allow their child to eat junk food day in and day out, or sit around on the couch all day on their phone, or playing video games, or browsing the internet. If their children are unhealthy, parents are responsible for making sure they change their habits in order to better their health. If their children can't maintain healthy friendships or habitually act out, parents are responsible for helping their child understand themselves and thus grow. We can say without question, love never looks like indifference. In fact, it's the antithesis. Now, when we think about what's become of the societal understanding of self-love, it somehow causes one to shed all these important aspects of real love in exchange for that antithesis of love. Again, indifference. It's so important that we accept ourselves where we are, so long as we have an eye on our future self, the very best version of ourselves, which we're working toward. The problem arises when we allow that acceptance to become complacency or surrender. We don't need to engage in harmful negative self-talk or criticize ourselves or be angry with ourselves, or lose ourselves in regret spirals. To know that the very best thing we can do for ourselves in loving ourselves is to nurture growth and health in all its forms. In self-love, we create a safe space within. We make room for setbacks and regression and variations in progress. But true love has nothing at all to do with placating self-destructive behaviors. As a society, we have to nurture the freedom to be ourselves and to invite others to be themselves as well. Personal choice is personal choice. That means we're all free to live our lives however we choose, whether focused on growth or not. What we're experiencing in this modern self-love movement is not only a person's choice to be unhealthy, but the expectation that others should praise them for it or ignore its larger negative implications in health and well-being. These kinds of narratives actually do the opposite of lifting each other up. It's the drowning man drowning his lifeguard. What we're being asked to do here is congratulate or admire people for their outspoken desire to indulge in all forms of healthlessness 
in lieu of the clear scientific, medical, psychological, economic, and general physiological ramifications. By speaking out, we're oppressive. But silence allows these patterns to eat away at society as a whole, especially when all forms of media have become saturated by the movement. Just like one friend can be a bad influence, one misguided narrative can shift the trajectory of what could be a healthy nation. And there's a lot of that going around these days. When it becomes commonplace to be complacent, more people become complacent. It's become a Trojan horse of healthlessness on all fronts, and many people have fallen victim to it. It's time to reintroduce, with compassion, the real meaning of love. That is, after all, the tragedy of what's become of self-love, the fact that it's not really love at all, and that's why it's so very toxic. Thanks so much for joining us on Grateful Grains. You can find us on Instagram at Good Risings, or you can find me at B McMuffin. And you can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one. We'll be back again tomorrow for day four of our week, Toxic. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.